What's up, everybody? Welcome to Neighborly Discourse What's with up? Billy What's and Steve. Up? I am Billy. And I am Steve. What's up? What's up, dude? <clears throat> Not much. I Remember when we first started uh, and we were trying to figure out our intro and we yeah. tried to record and we tried recording different things and... And I don't even. And the very first time that we recorded, this was this is what happened. What we just did, and we've been doing it ever since. And it's like it was so organic. We didn't plan it. And it's just whatever yeah. happened happened, and that's how we did. And it's like wow, we spent all this time before the show even began, before we even, before we did our first recording. We kept trying to record, record, record uh, an intro. Yeah, and we got our intro. Organically. Yeah, because yeah, we just kept, that's where most of our stuff came from was let's just go because we had it rehearsed, we had it planned, we had not a script, we had what we, what, we, what we wanted to say. Right. But it was like it just, when you, it felt forced. So once we just started talking, it started sounding a lot, a lot different, a lot more like guys having a conversation yeah. rather than, okay, so tell me about your day here, sir. Like nobody <laughs> talks like that. The point of this is to be as we're not professionals, we're not newscasters, we're guys who notice what's going on around us in various things, sports, p- politics, family, life in general, and we have something to say about it. Yeah. On that note, remember I told you, remember Brian Stelter, I'm not sure if I'm saying his name right, yeah, ball-headed the, guy. Yeah, the CNN guy. Yeah, he got fired. Did he really? I'm so happy, man. <laughs> I, you know, I'm. <laughs> That's so funny. I can't wait to, <clears throat> I can't wait to, uh, not listen to Joe Rogan whenever this comes out because he's oh, he, got he gets blasted by Joe Rogan. Yeah, because he's always taught he, he's pissed that why is Joe Rogan the most trusted guy in you know news so to speak. Right. You know this is crazy. And Joe Rogan, his response I believe was like, "You should be like." No, if it wasn't for being on CNN, no one would listen to you. Everybody knows you're full of it. You're not interesting. You had your own, his own podcast or the CNN stream, whatever it was. It crashed and burned almost immediately. 30 days, man. It yeah, so he's like, yeah. no not, one. Not even 30 days. Yeah. Not even 30 it days. Was, it was fast, but no, because right. no one's listening to you. So be glad that you have this platform because you're boring and you're uninteresting and you say the same crap. So now, you know, now he's going to. I get. I assume when he hears about it, it'll be on. It'll be on the podcast probably next week. Since dude, I you don't understand. I was tickled pink when I read this. I was like, wow, look at this. And the thing about it, I saw the post you did today about Liz Cheney, and and you used the word tone death. And we'll talk about her in a second. But I I always felt like. He would ask the question, like that question, yeah. why, why, why people trust Joe Rogan more? It's like, are, is that a serious question? Are you genuinely confused and unaware of yeah. why people trust him more? And listen, I'm, I'm at I, that question I'm asking right now. It's a legitimate question. Like, I really don't know the answer to it. I don't know that he doesn't know why people yeah. listen to him more. What, like, what do you think? Like. Because it's like you can't be like I'm sure you, you hold on. So you're you're questioning if Brian Seltzer doesn't know why people don't. Yes. Okay. I don't know. We know why. No. Uh, no. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's just it's just because yeah, yeah, his yeah. his opinion is not biased. Obviously, but I've I've actually heard clips where he's had like you know liberal reporters on yeah. who blasted him and CNN and saying you guys are the problem and they la- and he laugh at laughs at 
laughs it off as if, come on, man, you're not serious. Yeah. And it's like, no, they are serious. This is your own guy telling you, like, you brought him in as an expert, and he's saying that you guys are the problem. That's you know, so funny. And, he, and he still doesn't get it. Yeah, so that's tone deaf, man. That's what they are. They don't, they don't pay attention or pe- they, don't, they don't think, I guess, like I say about the Liz Cheney thing, it's a definition of an elitist. Like, you were, we're telling you what the issue is. You're, you're being told what the problem is, mm-hmm. and you are choosing to ignore it. I can't help you with that. But that, that, that to me, you're tone deaf. That's actually pretty scary that someone could actually not be able Sorry. to. It's okay. I'll, I'll give you a second. Again, guys who are watching, we read, we again, re, we redid the setup of the studio this to kind like, of get us better, like closer together to talk more like conversation wise and get a three camera setup, which we're still using the one camera. Hello, everybody. Oh, but wow. we're going to get to the point where, you know, one person's talking, you have, you have zoomed on that person. The next person's talking, zoomed on that person. Then we got the overall shot. So because we're in the garage, there's a connection with Wi-Fi. I have Wi-Fi cameras that connect to the iPad. So one of them is just far enough out of reach where it has an issue with the Wi-Fi. So it's not one thing, it's another. But it's coming together. Every time I come in, it looks better. Even Thank though you. it looks worse, but it looks better, if that makes sense. No, it does. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Listen, I got in here on 630 this morning. There, All of this stuff you see back here was on the desk this morning. Wow. So okay. Let me push it to the side. So anyway, yeah, so Tone Deaf, Liz yeah, Cheney, but it's, it's Seltzer. A, it's a scary thing when people, like, they have no self-awareness, yeah. right? And 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 our, and I and I feel like our government, our country is being run by people who have no self-awareness. By I mean by a large margin, not just yeah. like you know the the fringes, but by a large margin, people don't recognize or aren't aware the people are saying X, you know, and they yeah. keep banging their heads against the wall and like why am i bleeding why am i bleeding it's like you're bleeding because you're banging your head against the wall you know a la stelzer whatever his name is it's like he he did not get like joe rogan i don't agree with a lot of stuff that joe rogan says mm-hmm. right like, I'm, but i believe what he says yeah you know i believe that what he says is really what he feels you know even though i would love sometimes to be in a conversation with him tell me like, hey that's not that's a little off have you ever considered this but notwithstanding yeah. i believe him like he's being sincere yeah when i listen to these other guys it's like are you being sincere is this really how you it, think it does come across like they 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 all they're pundits they have a talking point and they got to hit their talking point but i would say it's the fact that when they're challenged by something, they don't say, oh, let me think about it. They say, no, you're wrong, mm-hmm. and they immediately turn it on you. Or if you tell Joe Rogan, or at least when I've seen in the in his podcast, I don't agree with this. He's like, well, I think this because of X. You know, what they tell me what you're I, – well, I believe this because of Y. All right. I mean, you, you see how that sounds crazy, right? You, yeah, but – okay. Mm-hmm. He doesn't tell you you're wrong. He'll listen to you, and he'll say – I don't really agree with that. Like you said, listen, it could be off a little bit, but he's not telling you you're wrong because you, you have a different opinion. He's saying, I don't agree with that opinion. Here's mine. And it's a, to me, it's as simple as that. And he doesn't I, blast you for having a different opinion. Yeah, so that's my point. You know? You're not telling someone you suck. You're saying, listen, I don't, I don't fully agree with that. And that's okay. That's why I think some people will, they listen to more of Joe Rogan mm-hmm. because he is, it's just my thought. I'm just a guy, same as everybody else out here. Like your buddy who thinks only the experts, who they're clearly not experts, are the only ones allowed to talk, where 
people like Fox is the number one rated, you know, network, and I think Hannity and um, Tucker, uh, Tucker, right? They're like three point five million views or, or viewers or something. Where Joe Rogan's eleven million. Mm-hmm. So even the ones that are the best that we like aren't aren't even close to Joe Rogan, and it's because he's not up there pushing an agenda. He's up there just getting information. And even the ones that we like, Fox, they're pushing an agenda. They're a little more open to fair and balanced to getting other sides, but they're still pushing the Fox agenda. Here's what's interesting in terms of Fox. Like I'm I, I'm increasingly disliking Fox more and more. Yeah. And I and I and I told you just before when. About a month before the election in 2020, um, Trump was on, what's his name, uh, Rush Limbaugh. He was on Rush Limbaugh yeah. on radio. And I was like, it was a, it was actually a really good show. I mean, to hear uh, Trump uncut, you know, and just, just shooting the breeze is a very pleasant listen, right? So I'm yeah. listening to this. And in that conversation, he said, Fox has lost their luster. They're not where they used to be. They, they're they like 40% weaker than they used to be. Yeah, I remember that interview. And I, I was like, it was, but it was imperceptible to me. Like, I didn't even realize that that was happening. But since that time, I'm watching Fox, really since the, since the election and how they turned so yeah. quickly, pivoted so fast. And looking forward, I'm like, wow, Fox has lost something, man. You know, it's funny if you tell people all the stuff that Trump pointed out, they'll tell you you're nuts. And you tell those same people, he said Fox is, you know, is full of it. Yeah, see, you, he's right. Well, then, if he's right about one thing, isn't it a possibility he can write about everything else? No. It, that's it's was, just, it just fits their narrative. That's all it is. Going back to Jeff, like, like I was telling, telling Jeff, like, um, well, you guys were here t- today. The podcast came out on Friday. But anyway, yeah. he was – he didn't give Trump the benefit of the doubt with the, the, the raid on yeah. his, his property. And it's like, Jeff – We've been through this already. You know what yeah. I'm saying? How many times did this have to happen for us to say, no, he gets the benefit of the doubt, you don't. You know, even, if, listen, even if he comes out looking bad in this, okay, fine. But at, at at the beginning, now that we're here, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt because so many times in the past, he said what he said. And it's like, oh, wow, he was right. But to, to, Jeff's, to Jeff's point, we'll spin the wheel here, to Jeff's point, it wasn't about that. Having the documents was breaking the law. So it doesn't matter what they find, don't find, whatever it is. He, he had the documents, which regardless of who said he could have taken them, there's a 1978 law that says <laughs> you can't have it, even if Obama, even if Hillary. That's the point. But, so we, we give him the benefit of the doubt, mm-hmm. except for the fact that he had the documents. So but this what, is, Okay, but this is what I'm trying to say to you. That whole narrative of yeah. he had the document and he shouldn't have had the documents, right? Yeah. Where, where are we hearing that from? Oh no, I listen here from we're, all the. We're hearing from. The, I, I had it. I didn't. Even, I didn't show it. Okay. But I picked it up because I was looking. You know, who gave Trump the okay? And it was NPR, MS. It was like six of them with the exact same headline. All as as many as I could fit on the screen. Right. All at NPR. Same all, thing. The right. Hill, it was the exact same headline, word for word, about. The document's not being classified in something. And I'm like, what's the, what's, let, let what, me just not what's the say news them. media that came out of BBC that we were talking about? The Trusted News Trusted Initiative. Trusted News yeah. Initiative. It's like, it's, it's, it's word for word it's the same thing. It's playing right in front of us. And it's like, when are we going to realize, Don't just because they say it doesn't mean that it's real? Yep. What do we got? We got local here. Wow, local, man. You got Local's me. been going for you got a while me now. a little bit. Go ahead. And local means Florida or yeah, anything, South Florida? Yeah, anything local, anything Florida-wise. Okay. 
Like I did, I did. Uh, I mean, local I think has been spun every time I've been in here. Really? Yeah. Okay. We did the over the um, the uh, invasive species of the Everglades. We did DeSantes. We did the scam of recycling. You know them lying about it. Um, you know all sorts of stuff. Like right. there's, I mean, it's there's a lot of stuff. I mean, here South Florida. I mean, what do we have going on down here? It's a big melting pot. It's a part of the DeSantis video that I put out. We have. You have your pockets of anti-anything, but for the most part, law and order is good in, in Florida. You follow the rules. Mm -hmm. You know, you can say what you want about DeSantis, which I don't I don't know what you could say about him. Oh, he left. He, I even quoted on the video, there was a clip that the CDC came out and said, you know, or somebody from the White House, but I can't remember what it was, DeSantis got it right. Old people first, everybody else will be fine. This right. was like a year after he said it. Right. So I'm like, you know, people paid attention to Florida. You know, we were the laughing stock for, you know, years ago, the hanging Chad thing. Mm -hmm. But since then, I mean, Seth MacFarlane pokes fun at Florida all the time on Family Guy. But now he's moved to Arizona. Now he makes fun of Arizona. Why Arizona? I don't really know. But listen. The last few years has been Arizona. I was having a conversation, uh, piggybacking off what you're saying about uh, DeSantis getting it right. I was having a conversation with um, a, a, some buddies yesterday, and they're all conservative one of my buddies is dating a woman who comes from a family who's super conservative, right? Yeah. And, and major Trump supporter. But somehow we got into the conversation of masks. And uh, and and they all crack up about me because, like, yeah. I'm so anti-mask. It's like I'm over it, right? Listen, just to put things in perspective, uh, we came back from out of town um, with the kids and— uh, for from a youth group, and one of the kids ended up getting uh, not one of my kids, but one of the kids in the group ended up having COVID, right? Yeah. And um, because of that, the pastor asked, "Hey, can everyone? I want everyone to take a COVID test, right?" And, I'm, and I was like, "I'm not taking a COVID test." No, you should. Now, here's the thing: you want to send him the, my, the, my, the new COVID guidelines we posted. I, I actually sent her a text because it I, says listen, do nothing. I, I sent her a text. Not even, not even. Uh, what do oh. you call it? Not even a uh, quarantine. Yeah. Nothing. It Just says do nothing. Go, go, go to school. Go, go about life. Yeah, like you know? it, tr be as if you had the flu. If you want to go out, go out. Or be curious of other people to stay home till the till you wear out. It's the sky is no longer falling with so the listen, exact same information we had two years ago. I, listen now, hear, hear this. This is before I even knew the CDC guideline came out. So this was yeah. a couple of weeks ago, yeah. right? But I was like, I'm not doing it now. Janice went and spent fifty bucks, got everybody tested, right? She, you know, she wanted to see. It, and no one in my ha house had it. Yeah. But I'm like, I refuse to take it. And she's like, Steve, you know. I was like, no. I was like, no one is going to require me to ever take. I, I would yeah. never take one of these. Like, now, if I'm bedridden and they force an injection in me to get a test out of me, okay, that's one thing. Yeah. But me willingly, knowingly taking a test, are you mad? Yeah. I, I mean, how far? Like, I refuse to accept this 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 fraud that's being perpetrated upon us like I, it's the buck stops with me yeah. i can't control you i can't control the kids you know what i'm saying but for me don't ask me this question it, it will be a fight so i i say all that i preface that to say i say that to preface the conversation I had yesterday because everybody at that table knew that i'm like anti-mask yeah but one of the guys 
he was trying to like say, yeah, I'm anti mask too. I said, man, come on, man. I, I know you, man. <laughs> I seen you with the mask. Yeah. And he said, hey, it's not me. It's my girlfriend because she's got older parents at home, uh, older grandparents, and she's looking out for him. So every time I go into a meeting, she's like, hey, make sure you put your mask on. Hey, make sure. You... And and so we had a long conversation. I'm like, look, man, you need to get your household in order because I'm telling you, this is this is to me one of those defining moments where you got to put your foot down and say. And I like, listen, if your girlfriend was saying. N95s. Everyone got to have N95s. Everybody might have N95s. Then I will begin to, to understand your conversation. But even then, it's like you're talking like 20%, 25% yeah. protection. But now you're talking about just cloth masks, regular surgical masks, and now you want you, you really want me to take you seriously about protecting your grandparents? Get out of here with this, man. I'm not, I refuse it, man. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, man. So anyway, so to, to DeSantis' point, um, I appreciate DeSantis. I appreciate the fact that he had people around him giving him counsel. I'm sure he heard both sides. Yeah. I'm sure he heard the, the doom and gloom, and he heard the other side and says, you know what? I'm well, going to go with the other side. Have you seen this Charlie Chris, the, his his ad campaigns? Does, really, Why he's do you he's want, spending money? You haven't, have you seen any of the ads? No, man. Uh, you know, here we're, we're taking away women's rights for abortion, where kids are dangerous going to school with guns, where a guy like DeSantis bullies kids for, you know, being safe. And it shows a clip where he tells the kids, take the mask off. You look ridiculous. He In his ad, he's like, he's bullying kids and make them feel bad about being safe. And I'm thinking to myself, this guy failed as a Republican right. and he jumped to a Democrat. And only a Democrat would believe he w- he's the right person because unfortunately, they don't. some of them don't think logically. This guy failed at being a conservative. Right. And now we see saying, you know, Florida's failing, like, how can you, you may not like the conservative mindset, you may not like the abortion changes or all these things going on in Florida, but you cannot look around and say, there's a problem with Florida. There are no riots. There are no, um, you know, again, you have your pockets of people and every walk of life, you're going to have pockets of problems. There's no utopia, right. But in Florida, our con- pe- I posted on the video we put out there, go check it out, guys. It's a uh, video, it says DeSantis, uh, Florida thriving under DeSantis. It's on YouTube. It's on Rumble. It's a list of all the businesses businesses that came just to South Florida, mm-hmm. and it's like 12 of them, not counting Central Florida. North Florida's got an influx of things coming in. Oh, just South Florida? It was Florida. just for South Florida okay. with like 10, 12 businesses coming in. Okay. They're all over the place. I mean, listen, as scummy as, as scummy as Disney is with all their crap, they moved their entire headquarters or one branch of their, their headquarters, 2,000-plus people, to Florida – because of the tax breaks, because of the open pop, and they came preaching their nonsense about um, inclusion and not nonsense about inclusion, but of the the parental rights bill, and you can see they're full of it because they moved here for money. Mm-hmm. So no matter when people are virtue signaling out there, see what they do rather than what they say. Mm-hmm. They were saying all this stuff, but moved their headquarters to Florida because of an open business plan, open market, no closing of businesses, tax breaks. People are coming to Florida for a reason. Listen, the idea, when I hear like uh, Navarro, um, what's her name, um, from The View, you probably yeah, don't know no, what I'm talking I about. Okay. I'm I proud to Anna, say I don't. I think it's Anna, Anna Navarro. Yeah. When I hear The View, they bla- they routinely blast DeSantis. Routinely. Because and Anna Navarro know. is supposed to be a Republican. No, nah, she's right? a rhino probably. And it's like, uh, and she lives in Florida. I'm bringing her up because she lives yeah. in Florida. And it's like, how can you openly disparage DeSantis and what he's doing. It's you might not agree. Listen, I, I don't have a frame of reference. Literally, yeah. I do not have a frame of reference for somebody who says, 
we should be talking to third graders about sex. Yeah. I, I don't I don't even I don't even know where to put you on a scale. Like yeah. I, I just can't you know, you might be a Democrat, I might be a Republican, but on that issue, I think we should come together. That that should be like a no brainer. Ninety percent should all agree on what we should do with this, right? So despite those type of disagreements, I don't understand in the overall how you can come against DeSantis. It's well we know why. It's because he's the front runner. He's the guy that makes the most sense. He's the conservative that makes sense, and even some Democrats might align with him. He's he's going to be the new boogeyman. The problem is Trump made it easy for him, as we said here many times, especially Jeff. He has flaws, right? He's right. DeSantis is Trump. Bill Maher even said it. He's Trump without the hatred of something, without the baggage, without the the mean tweets. He's a polished politician. You know, he's Trump when in a polished politician's. You know, skin. He knows what to say and what not to say. Mm -hmm. He knows how to get the same thoughts out so people can digest them logically as opposed to Trump, which, again, I love the way Trump talks. I love the non-politician part of him. But but what's what's afraid you can catch more flies with honey than with uh, uh, vinegar or something along those lines? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what DeSantis does. And they see it. We have it. It's been posted. I believe it was but last. Listen, it's funny because I've listened. I've watched some DeSantis back and forth with a media yeah. that dude is kind of fiery man he's not he's no pushover man but he's that, not that he's dude, not reckless okay and that's that's what bill marsh point is okay he's trump without the carelessness of how of how with people his words operate. like he's more he's more um like he's not loose with his words no he's, he, he's, he's polished right 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 so he's he's like little young, smaller version of but trump. he's confrontational that dude would definitely fight you man yeah, I, I agree <laughs> I mean, i'm like but wow. he's not gonna say the thing that right. people will be bothered by okay you know he's not gonna be that he's gonna do it diplomatically politically but get his point across mm -hmm. and i think we put the meme out in early february i believe go to his wikipedia page and screenshot it then because he's going to be the front runner in 2024. He is Trump without the baggage. But see, this so is, they're going to have to try for the next two years. So this is going back to give our, it to him. This was going to give say him the baggage. Is that again being intellectually honest? We want to live someplace. Think about if the other guy would have won. G G Gillian would have won Florida because mm -hmm. DeSantis won by like. Two percentage points, maybe less than two percent. Oh, yeah? It was so close when he won the govern the gubernatorial race. In fact, he a hundred thousand blacks. This guy, I was listening to this other thing, and this guy said like that because remember I was telling you like I finally found black people who agree with me. It's like I, I'm glad I'm not alone. Yeah. And this guy was basically saying that yeah, you're not alone. You're not alone because in Florida. The, the the Republican message does resonate, and he was able to say, "This is how many blacks voted for DeSantis." And so this time around, when he runs this time, is, that number is going to increase even further because blacks recognize. Hold on a second, my life is actually better. I could have been in Michigan. Yeah, I could have been in Cali. I could have been in New York. I could have been in any of these other places, and I wasn't. I was here. We take for granted. I, at least I, I hope that we don't take for granted as Floridians. Oh my goodness, man! Life could have been so much worse for us. Yeah. It was so good for now. We live in South Florida, and South Florida they try to rail against. They they try to fight the Santas, but the Santas was, yeah. you know, molly whopping them. You're saying like, yeah, get in line. But regardless, for besides that point, like we are so fortunate to live in Florida, Republican and Democrat. There's no way that you can go against this guy. Yeah. You can't say negative things about Except him. Except for your personal feelings, because you don't like him. There's nothing you can say that 
you're going to want to like you're going to give up uh, freedoms going outside. These Democrats, they still want to do this COVID stuff. I saw an email the other day from the Yahoo stories that I get. I can't remember what state it was or what governor. They want to amp back up COVID restrictions because of the new. I mean, I think they call it a super variant or I, I, I'm, I'm going to yeah. look it up, but it was something bizarre. I just saw the headline. It was it seemed like. I know, hit, I know like in a, Philadelphia there's some issues, there's still issues in Philadelphia where they're, they're still telling their kids to wear masks. Yeah, like who does that? Yeah. Especially now we know just, if you have if you have tested positive, nothing in your life should change. If you're sick, do what you would normally do with being sick. Other than that, if you don't have any symptoms, you're not going to stay home for 20 days and mask up. Go live your life because there's it's a joke now. I, I want to. But I want to bring okay, it back okay. to your to your friends. So that's brought me back to that point. Okay. They did such a good scare job two years ago that now your your friend's girlfriend is like still wear the mask. The, Super the, Republican. The, the people came out and said, "Yeah, it's you don't get to worry about anything anymore. It's there's nothing." But they did such a scary job that where now they can say, "People go out there and be free," and then you're choosing to wear your mask on your own accord and saying, "Listen, we did our part. It's up to you." Showing that. Hey, we're le- we're easing the restrictions, guys. The midterms around the corner. Listen, they're gonna they're gonna try I, to make the Democrats look good. Look, my 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 church is b- predominantly conservatives. Predominantly, I, we still have Democrats in there, and I'm okay with Democrats, but we're presum- predominantly preser- uh, conservative, and yet there's still this mindset, like you know, oh, someone got COVID, we need to do something about it. And I and I'm like, listen, I I rather not go to church. Yeah. This is how this is how serious I am about this. I'd rather not go to church than have to do anything, anything, the slightest bit concerning COVID. Yeah. That's how much of a fraud it is and how much it's infiltrated and permeated in our culture that that if if, if I gotta if this is a sword I gotta die on, I'm gonna die on this sword. We it's we've said it before, other people have said it before a couple of years ago, a year ago, it's gonna be here to stay, like the flu. There's nothing you can do about it, you gotta live with it. Right. And no, get vaccinated, get boosted, we're gonna end it. Now it's like, listen, COVID's here to stay. It's There's nothing you can do about it. So given what we know, it is much less harmful than the flu, and the flu, you get real sick and you stay home. You don't even go test to see if you have the flu, unless it's been like a week and you're somehow getting worse. Then mm-hmm. you go get checked out, oh yeah, it's the flu, you're right, just ride it out. So COVID is a lot less than that, and nobody cares about the flu. You get your little shot because so you can get a cold because viruses don't attack healthy hosts. So you get a cold to bypass the flu. And COVID is somehow weaker than that. So what are you doing? So listen, I, because I know we've got a couple of minutes left. we got like oh, 30 seconds. seconds. So, so I'll just throw this out there. Yesterday, I I was in East Davie and I had to put gas and it was three twenty nine a gallon. Yeah. And then today, because I live in West Davie, coming... I passed a gas station and it was four oh nine, and I was like, "Hold on a second, are, are you telling me that between the yes. same city, different well, ends?" You're and, saying and, and, you're saying the same city where where we are. They're two different city names, but they're known as Davy. But yes, there's a giant gap between those two areas. I just told you two twenty nine. Three twenty nine. No, I'm sorry, sorry. Three twenty nine. So that's seventy one. Plus nine, that's 80 cents, no, 70, 80 yeah. cents more. Listen, right down here, 80 there, cents there's, a more. Chevron, there's a Chevron over here that we'll say it's still in the fours. And then a, half a, and then a block down, maybe less than a one minute drive. There's three gas stations on the corner right. that are under 350. 
And it, it's only it's only a. Is it the same city though? That's the question no, I'm asking. I'm not giving our exact location. No, no, but I'm saying, but is it the same but city? But it is. Let's say this is block one right. on block five is where it is. Wow. And it's a, a, a at least a 50, 60 cent difference. And you can literally throw a football from one end to the other and hit the gas stations. And there's a price. Someone change. has to explain that to me because I don't I even get understand it. From where it. you are, it's pinkies out. Yeah. Where this, where the other Dave you're talking about is definitely not pinkies out. Right. But. Dude, I was blown away by that this morning when I saw that. I was blown away. I was like, this is crazy. I'm never getting gas by my house. <laughs> Religion, go for it. D- oh, um, man. Does your church, the old man wanted me to ask you this. Go ahead. Do you know if your church ever participated in Pray the Gay Away? Never heard of that. Never even heard of that. Never heard of Pray the Gay Away? No. Do I got to show the Family Guy clip? Please. Where Peter, <laughs> he gets he's get gene testing to... Um, to Make extra money, and one's a gay gene, and then he goes to a camp to you. T- I think you did play it before because this sounds kind of familiar. I to mean, me. a lot of this stuff sounds but, familiar. But but, <clears throat> but but give me more. Well, no, it's just there. Like you think being gay is a choice; it's a sin. So you go to the church and you try to get converted to being straight. So do you pray away the gay? Because there are church. I don't think they do it anymore. Oh, hold on, hold on. I just want to make sure I understand. It, when you say like, there's a national day of prayer, right? I don't know if you ever heard of that, but no, where, I haven't. Okay, where everyone comes together, Christians come together, and they pray at the same time throughout the whole country, right? National Day of Prayer. Yeah, no. Is that what you're talking about when no, you say I'm pray talking to gay? about I'm gay, okay. Steve. I want to not be gay anymore. Right. Okay, come to my church and we'll brainwash you to not be gay anymore. See, okay, see now. <laughs> I tried to be diplomatic about it, but you didn't okay. seem to catch it. No, listen, so now I've got to say you got to brainwash me. You said, did I, pray, did I participate and pray the gay away? Not you, did like, your church. No, I know. It's, a, it's like a straight camp. Okay, so uh, I'm going to answer that. It's going to sound like I'm answering, speaking out of two sides of my mouth, but give no, me a second to it. develop yeah. it. Uh, yes and no. N- the no part of it is that there's no, like, um, pray the gay away, right? There's no, like... Uh, magic pill if you will to yeah. say that okay you no longer be gay right i believe wholeheartedly that people that there's a large section of people who believe that they are gay who who truly believe that they are gay yeah. right or let me say that a different way who truly have affection and attraction for the same sex okay so i'm not this that's not what i'm disputing that's never in dispute okay What's in the spirit is, is that a natural feeling? Is that a God feeling, right? So, like, I to put things in perspective, there are people who, who are married who, who can't stop having sex with people that they're married to. Yeah. And, they, and this, is, this is a true urge that they have, a true craving that they have, that they want to sleep with everyone they see, right? Male or female, doesn't matter. But they, this is real. This is, a, something that's, this is a reality in their lives. So I'm not disputing that. The question mm-hmm. is, is that a natural feeling? Is that is that a God-inspired feeling that you're having? Mm-hmm. So with that being said, so this is the yes part of it. If someone comes to me and tell, tells me that that's what they're struggling with, then to me it's like, okay, first things first, are you a Christian? Because if you're not a Christian, I don't, I'm not even talking about your sexual life. I don't, I don't even care about your sexual life. Because... As far as I'm concerned, not being a Christian, then anything and everything you're exposed to, you know, and I'm not going to tr- judge you for that. But if you are this a Christian. Is, this is where I make a big left turn away from people who are religious or full of it. Okay. Well, I give you an opportunity to rebuttal. But but if you are a Christian, mm-hmm. then I'm going to like, hold on a second. Let's get to the, let's go back to our roots. Let's open it up and see what it says about these types of feelings. And once we can 
establish a baseline like yes these feelings are out of so it, out it, of step. it would be from their own personal choice to come to you to come to the church You're like listen i have a problem because there's there's in the past there's been churches who have like a camp for i don't know anything about that yeah well maybe your church didn't have because it, it's right. it's been outlawed i guess for for years and years and years which personally i don't think i it don't should even be, understand how can they outlaw something like that it's freedom well, of choice it's not that's what i'm saying the church is saying i get i guess they look at it as the church knows you're gay and they're going to browbeat you into changing. Where I look at it as if it's if it's how you feel and you're religious and you feel that it's that you're being possessed or something, you should have the right to go to the church and ask for that help if you think that's what's needed. But I'm saying even if you look, I, I'm on the corner in the street. Someone walks by. and I want to talk about Jesus. Yeah. They can keep walking. Or they can stop and engage. Yeah. It's, well, it's, I don't think again, like if you, it's, it's if you go in your church, like you walk in, there's the the pews, there's confessional here, and then there's a big sign that says "Pray the Gay Away." I think that's outlawed. You can't have a section of your church. I would challenge that. I, I mean, that's something I would challenge in a lawsuit. Not, listen, not to say that I agree with yeah. it. Yeah, I, I want to make that very clear. Not to say that I agree with it, but I'm saying that if I'm a church and 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 and, 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 and hold on, I did, I want to make sure I, I couch this correctly. Forget about Christianity for a second. Yeah, I don't. I don't care what the religion is. If I'm an organization, and in my organization, I'm like, okay, you know, we think that this behavior is wrong. How can you come and say that I, I can't 100%. say that that, yeah. that is wrong? I think my, if I you, think don't, if you, you don't, can't go, advertise it. I guess I think you can have a a dedicated. Here's my club. You want to join my club? No problem. Just understand that these are the rules of the club. No, I agree with you. But what that would be, and I would liken that to the church and here's the, the church rules here's the club club christianity these are what we follow right but i think you can't have a sub club that says you know don't be gay and come over here i don't even understand how they i don't even understand legally I mean, how they I, can I say can't that i can't have a restaurant that says no blacks but, but see that's different one is inalienable which is this well, goes this, back to this, this is goes your back opinion. to but again so so this is what's beautiful about this conversation is that Inalienable is it can't be changed, right? It cannot be changed. Like this is like I can't change being black. Nothing I can do. I don't care if I get surgery or whatever the case would be. I will always be black. Likewise with you. You can't become black. You can't. You can't change being white. No matter what. Homosexuality is a totally different thing. Even, I disagree. Hold on. Let me say this. Do you have you ever heard of a case of a black person becoming white, or vice versa? Yes, one very famous human being. Oh, you talking about Michael Jackson? Yeah, he didn't become white. He didn't. No, man, Steve, he's, he's lighter than I was no, when he died. The, the color of skin is is just one one component of it. He well, didn't. That, he, when he, you're talking about being black or being white, right? The color of your skin is the only component that matters. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It really does. It doesn't. It doesn't at all. Okay. Oh my goodness. Hold on. I don't know how you can say that. Oh, my goodness. We're talking about color of skin. If you change it, you are no longer that color. I, I think, here's what's interesting. If we had black liberals, yeah, like this whole place was filled with black liberals, and you said that, I think that I would... They would beat me down to get to you, you know what I say, because they would be so offended by that statement. I can't see why. <laughs> because it's like, Just hold because a you don't agree with it doesn't mean it's not true. But again, it goes back to what's inalienable. You cannot change who you are. Like you are, if you, it's, it's, it's akin to saying I was, I'm a man, 
I oh, agree hold on, with hold on. that. Let me, I, hold on, I, hold on. Listen, I know. Let me, let me. So this is this is a better way of saying okay. it. Okay. Just like you can change, you can actually have your sex organs changed. Yeah. Right. From a male to a female, or vice versa, does not change the fact that You're, you are yeah, what you are. I agree right. With you. Same thing when it comes to your race. That you are what you are. It doesn't matter what you do externally to try to change that. You, you, what you are is who you are. Okay. Okay. So from that premise. Okay. We can the, the the amount of individuals who who were in the gay lifestyle, yeah. right, and who are no longer gays, who no longer have attraction to the same sex. There, there, there are too many to count. They're numerous. So just the fact that you can go from, and again, I'm not talking to any specific example. But I'm just saying, just the fact that you can go from being gay to not being gay means that it's not inalienable. It's something that can be changed. I think it's something. Well, yeah, it can be changed. It can be taught, but I do believe not even taught. You're born a, cer- a certain way. So, so the person who you say was born a certain way, and then on their own, it's like, okay, I no longer am attracted to the same sex. You're telling me that this person was not born gay? No, I said they were. So they were born gay, and then, then I all would of a sudden say they... you could look at it as kind of like a variation. Let's say you are, because you have people who are super flamboyant. You have people who are just quietly gay. Then you have ones that, you know, they struggle with back and forth and what they feel. I would look at it as there's different levels. Or it could be you're all one way. Some choose to super embrace it and be outlandish about it. Some just say, hey, it is what it is. And some are not okay what's, with what's it. What's interesting is that you say outlandish. And I'm, I'm um, assuming Like the, the, pri- the pride people, the ones who are off the wall about it. Okay. And then you have the people who are not, like you not, and I. Not, that the, are just, not the flamboyantly gay, but just the yeah. people who are actually. No, are, the flamboyant. Oh, the flamboyant gay yeah, is what you're talking about. Yeah, super outlandish about okay. it. And then there's ones that, listen, it's just how I am, no big deal. And they go about their day. And then there were some that. Something in their lives had they they know who they are, but something in their lives that say, "Nah, man, this is wrong," and they struggle with it. That's what I think. I think, regardless, so you're, I, you are who you are. So I want to go. Which one of these three that you just described are the ones that you think are born gay? All of them. All of them. They're but, all okay. But you are born that way. So this is. But what, I think there are contributing factors in how you can work through life. I guess you can say. So the so the point I, the point I'm making is that. A, I don't believe that you're born gay, but even if I conceded that, right? Mm-hmm. Even if I conceded that you, from the womb, came out being attracted to the same sex, I'm telling you that that is still not okay with God. I understand that. And so, so that's why you can't believe so, in being gay because it's a mistake on God's part. No, it's not. I don't, I don't think it's a mistake on God's part. It's like, for example, saying like, okay, a, a hurricane came through and... A hundred people died. Mm-hmm. Did God make a mistake? Did God cause this to happen? Like, this is not the world that God created. So the world that we live in is a fallen world, a sinful world, a world that continues to breed. It's like it's, it metastasized sin and, and sickness and illness and, and, and perversion. All this continues to happen from generation to generation, from the fall to now, and it continues. So... If someone is if someone is born with a defect, it's not it's not on God. It's on the world that they're being bought in, brought into. It's the genes of the mom and the dad that that coalesce to make the, that that help form this baby, and so on and so forth. So going back to the thing about even if you came out the womb, and again I don't subscribe to this, but even if I conceded it, mm-hmm. I'm saying that okay, this could be true, but it's still not what God wants. It's still not how God wants it to be. And so the question is, are you going to align with God or are you going to align with your feelings? If you're going to align with your feelings, my, that's on but, you. But, you know, 20 years ago <clears throat> when people were being 
ridiculed and you know kept in the closet, f- fear of what could have, what happened to them. My guess is they weren't choosing to live that lifestyle. <clears throat> Who would choose to be ridiculed and subjugated and ta- and you know, all who would choose to do that? Okay. I don't know a single person who would want to have that a hidden life and be afraid to live. So you're making an emotional argument, right? Which which is fine. But I wouldn't say it's emotional. Who would choose to live a life of ridicule? But I'm saying, but in order to even conceptualize that, it, it invokes emotions, right? Like, oh man, this, I feel bad for this person for having to live in the closet, if you will. I mean, as I opposed guess, to living out living life out loud. But I'm saying that more to the point, it's like let's just say 20 years ago, right? Yeah. I'm in the closet. I'm struggling with this. The church should have been a place where it's like I could go to somebody and say, "Listen, I'm struggling with this." Just like, "Listen, I'm I'm struggling with uh, promiscuity. Pr- promiscuity. Yeah. I'm struggling with adultery. I'm struggling with drugs. I'm struggling with whatever." The <clears throat> church should be a place that you should be able to go to I agree and with say, that, "I'm yeah. struggling with this," and they say, "Okay, let's work this. Let's work. Yeah. Let's work through this." I agree with so, that. So, so again, I'm I'm. I don't see what the this. difference that would be is going to a therapist or to a psychologist. It's someone who you can talk Here's to that you, that you think. Here's the difference. Will help you out in all these scenarios that I just described. If you go to the church, the church is going to go start with the Bible and say, "Okay, where where is God on this?" Well, however you however you, which is important because if you if you go to a therapist, a therapist, a therapist nowadays would tell you, "Well, you must be a you must uh, a guy comes to a therapist, or you must be a girl. A girl comes to a therapist, so you must be a guy." And or you, this is this is acceptable. This is but with those three examples, whoever makes the most sense to me, who I'll stay with. If I feel like I'm a girl and I go to the church and I start with God, well, I don't think it's the God thing. I'm leaving the church and going to someone else. If I go to the psychologist and they say, well, you might be a girl. No, they think there's something deeper than that. Something I can feel in my soul. I'm going to try the church. What's your relationship with the guy like? I don't know, but that intrigues you, so you stay there. You have the option to choose who best describe who where you would best fit in, I guess. So here's my thing. The truth is the truth. Period. There's no my truth. There's the truth. And if you quote if you quote that to the Bible, it right? is a my truth. It is not the truth. Okay. I, I, you can say that, right? And I'm not I won't even dispute it because we've talked about it so many times yeah. that it's not it's not even worth arguing about. But there's only one truth, right? And to you. Here's this. Without using the Bible. Yeah. If there is no truth, if there's not one truth, there's no truth. Because that means that at any given time, if today this was the truth, tomorrow the truth can move over here. Mm-hmm. And then, and we see it now. Even with, with science. <laughs> with science. We see how the truth yeah. is moving. You know what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? So the point I'm making to you is that there has to be a standard of truth. And then everything has to bounce against that. And either it sticks or it doesn't. So... So me saying that is that, okay, whatever you think your tr- truth is, and, not, and I'm talking I will, about I would call that a, a foundation. I wouldn't call it my truth, but I understand what you're saying. You're, you're choosing to say it, it's the truth given by God, your an, unalienable listen, right. I didn't even go there yet. No, but, I, I'm, I'm, but saying, I'm saying that's okay. where you're bouncing off of. Here, This is the truth. And then from here, everything is measured. I would say you have a foundation of society. Then from there, it could be one of the same. But here's you the believe thing. in God, I believe you, in aliens. You, you say it could be one entity above all. But you we said just choose to say something fu- different. You said the foundation of society, and I'm telling you that what that comes from the Bible. Yeah, exactly. I get it, but I'm not going back that far. I'm saying if we if the foundation from society came from the Bible, no doubt about it. I'm not going to say no. But I'm but I'm not going to start my truth argument based on the Bible. I'm just going from here. Now you can say, well. 
It started from here. Okay, fine. But I'm only I'm coming to this point. So here's the problem with your the way you respond to it is that, and I say you, but I'm saying like responding it from that yeah. from that perspective is that when you have a person who's just like I am not going back to the Bible, yeah, then you have individuals like where we are now who say. Well, if we can't go back to the Bible and you want to just base in a society, but guess what? Yeah. Society was wrong. Because yeah. that's basically what they're saying with this whole binary or non-binary thing. They're basically saying for millenniums where we had it one way, yeah. they were wrong. I'm with you. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? It's ridiculous. So that's why you have to like, in, in those situations, it's not enough to say society because they're already blasting yeah. society. We got to go back to the true foundation. And so that's, well, that's where we talked that. about the Constitution the other day. We'll, we'll, we'll finish it up here. Um where the country was founded on Christian beliefs, not on anything else, even though you're so the fact that we're trying to alienate what f- our country was founded on right. doesn't make sense. But to those you say, well, then you're you are essentially giving a state run religion because America is founded on this, though you can't specifically say that. If we're not running it by the Christian mindset, then we're not doing the right thing. That's it unofficially as a state run religion but, but see, but could be interpreted that way. But but that's the, the that's the the thing that we gotta be clear about. Yeah. Nowhere in the constitution, nowhere, I mean I got a hundred dollars on the line for anybody who can come and bring it to me. You want to double it, we could do the two hundred dollars. Show me in the constitution where it says with, with this idea of uh hold on, I'm sorry. I was just about to rail against something that I wasn't going to say. You can't rail because I'm spinning the wheel. Well, no, but I'm going to say this. You're right. State run, but I don't see how you, I'm sorry. I was going in a different direction. No, you're 100% right. We we don't want a state run religion, but I don't understand how for someone to say that our principle, our principles come from a religion. I don't see how you can say that is a state run religion. It's it's unofficially not, but someone would say, well, if our country is based on this, you're saying that we have to abide by this religion, only this religion. They're very Somebody would make that argument. They they might make the argument, but I just don't understand how it could stand because the very very document that that person would be pointing to that says you can't have a state run religion, that very document that said that is the same document that came from the Bible. But they still say it, though. They've said it for 50, 60 years at least. So more, they're saying More than that, over 100 years yeah, now. I'm with you, but right. they still say it, and people still buy it, which right. is, you know, a concern. Two times a topic. We're at the end of the show, so no double topic here. Politics, all right. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> So so, that, so how that double would work if it was our second one? We hit the two times topic, right? Spin it again, and that would be the twenty, the, the thirty minutes. So topic. this is good. This I, is our end of the show. Listen, topic. I want to talk about the uniparty. So I oh ended, yeah, there you I go. ended the last show talking about the uniparty, and I, I'm gonna throw something at you. So yes. I'm looking at a list of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. So I have eleven congressmen. Mm-hmm who have outperformed the S&P, the stock market, in terms of gains in 2021. Congressmen. Congressmen. People in Congress. Politicians. Politicians. Thank you. Thank you for correcting me. Thank you for correcting me. Um, Oh, no. I wasn't trying to do man versus woman. I'm trying to say, like, people who are not supposed to have information on, who are not supposed to be in the market are 
doing very well in the market. Okay, I thought you were making sure you you were trying to clarify. Am I talking about in the house or in the city? No, no, just people who are not allowed to deal with right, stocks. Right, right. So these are, these are politicians. Okay, yes, yes. Gotcha. Okay, good. Got it. So politicians. Um, I just told you I had eleven. Right. The list yeah. is longer, but I only took a picture of eleven. Okay. Of the eleven. What would surprise you? What, like, if I told you the breakup breakdown of these eleven, like in terms of demographics or political party, what could I say that would surprise you? Um, probably not anything, to be honest. Really? Yeah, because I'm I'm that much to where I believe they're all shady scumbags. That there, it'd be hard pressed for you to say they're all Republicans or they're all Democrats or they're all women, they're all men. But to me, they're politicians. The end all be all to describe the shadiness and what they do. So let me give you... You said the S&P? The S- it says SPY. So yeah, S&P. Yeah, there you go. So it's S&P. Um, of the 11, the first one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The first eight, seven of them are Republicans. Okay. Seven are Republicans. And... Before you get to Nancy Pelosi, you had to get to one, two, three, four, five. There's five other Republicans before you got to five, six, seven, before you got to Nancy Pelosi. So I'm sorry. The first eight out of the first eight congressmen who outpaced S&P, only one of them is a Democrat of the okay. first eight. And you had to get through six Republicans before you got to Nancy Pelosi. As far as how much they've made? How much they made. In one year. This is uh, okay. 2021. The right. lady, I thought yeah. off the top of said Bill Barr. I was thinking to myself, well, he's a Rhino, so that doesn't count. Where's Bill Barr? No, I saw Barry somebody Oh, there. Brian Mast. Yeah. yeah. I, I, the only person on this list that I know is Dan Crenshaw. Yeah, I'll look, we'll look it up you know and see who, who You are. know who he is? I know the name. The, the guy with the, uh, the eye patch. No. That'd be, I'd probably remember that person. Oh, you got to know this guy. He's well-spoken, man. Uh, he's a, a, a vet. <laughs> Dan Crenshaw. I, I guarantee you, once you see him, you're going to know who I'm talking about once you, once you look him up. But he's the only person that I know on this list besides Nancy Pelosi, and, uh, and which says a lot. Mm. The, the reason I'm bringing this up is going back to the Uniparty. There are two. I'm going to see him, yeah, I guess. Have you seen him? No, I see okay, him. I don't okay. recognize who he is. Oh, uh, if you ever, if you ever like listen to him speak, you're gonna be, you're gonna be like, wow, this is a well polished guy okay. who's very uh, even toned and says really good things, and you're gonna like him. But I, I, there's two politicians that I've, I've been following. They're both black. One is out of Min- Min- uh, Minneapolis, and one is out of uh, Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Um, both of them lost the Republican primary. Okay. Okay. In the respective runoffs. And they both are saying, like, now that they're in the system, now that now that they're trying to become politically active, uh, one of the the person in Philadelphia, her name is Kathy Barnett. She ran against the Oz guy. Um, yeah. Okay, and lost to him. Oz got Trump's endorsement. And um, the guy in Minneapolis, his name is Royce White. I forgot who he ran against, but a uh, Cecilia something. But anyway, bottom line is they both lost the Republican um, bid so that they can run in, uh, on behalf of the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. And they're both knee deep into it and they both are being exposed to this and they both realize, oh, crap, we got a problem. We, 
from what they've experienced, they're realizing that we have Republicans, establishment Republicans, that are just as bad as the Democrats. Yeah. And before, it was just a thought. It might have been a theory. It might have been like, hmm, maybe. But now that they're in the process and they see what's going on and they see what they had to do to try to gain this nomination and they realize that because they were coming from a, p- a position of like, like off with everyone's head. I'm for the country. Off yeah. with everyone's head. Because they came from that perspective, these establishment Republicans are like, no, no, no. You're a little too wild and free for us. You know what I'm saying? We got to get you off the stage. And it's like, wow. And and so I'm, when I when I was listening to these, these two different people at two different times, watching this and, and hearing them speak, I'm like, for a year now, in our show, we were railing against both Democrats and Republicans. Even though sometimes it might sound like, we're very heavy railing on Democrats, and 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 in large part because they are so freaking to the left, it, it's like <laughs> you're saying you can't help but rail against them. It's easy fodder, right? But the reality of it is, we're being decimated because you have the Repu- you have the Democratic Party that just wants to stay in party in power at all costs, and they'll continue to divide us in order for us to stay in power. But then you have the Republican Party that they want to stay in power, but they want to stay in power for greed. They just want to make money no matter what. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. want to be rich and they want to make money. And if we get stepped on in the process of making money, oh, well, we get stepped on. I believe they're all that way. You know, so we have these two parties, you know, the, for me, large in part, the Democratic Party is just youth, useless. I mean, literally, they're useless right now. Yeah. But in the Republican Party, it's 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 evil, just as bad. You know, even though on the surface they're saying the right things that you know and things oh, that we've we've said that before. Yeah, they say what we want to hear, but it doesn't change the fact that some of them are just as bad or how, worse. How are you voting? Liberals, what are, yeah. what are you doing when you're in Congress? Like, how is it that you go in there and and you come in there worth half a million dollars, let's say, and yeah. you leave there worth a hundred million dollars? How is that? Yeah, everybody should be asking questions. How are they doing this? And we're not asking the right questions. We, as the regular people, are not asking the right pre- questions. We got the Royce Wright, like I said, and the, and the Kathy Barnett. These are people who literally are trying to go to Congress to say, hold on, I want to make a difference. For my, for my constituents, number one, and then for the nation at large, I want to make a difference. But yet we have establishment people who are saying, like, no, 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 that difference is a bridge too far take a back seat, we're going to throw somebody else in there that mm-hmm. we can control. And we hope they get in there and stick to their guns. Because the old man said this before, because probably a good 90% of them want to go in there and change because they see there's a problem. But then they get in there and they get sucked, they get in. sucked into the machine and then all of a sudden, you know. I remember I told I mean, you. Look at what's her name, Waters. In, in, yeah, uh, Mike Singh Waters. Yeah, look at her. Like who, who if, you're, if you're someone who's – um, you, you like money or you want to be able to help but get a big benefit from it or appear to help. She's a perfect example. The the, the county or her constituents with Compton, Watts County, like, they're considered one of the worst in the country, yet she has multiple mansions. So how do you not see this person and think she's helping those around her where she is nowhere near them and – Again, has multiple man- not multiple houses, not a bunch of two ones, three two. She rents out. <laughs> She's got multiple mansions so, while governing or looking out for one of the more afflicted cities in the country. So going back to uh, Royce Wright, he brought up the point that 
at least I think it was worse, right? But someone I was listening to brought up the point that the democratic machine is is um, is all about money. Yeah. And what I mean by that is that okay, going back to Maxine Waters, we're gonna make sure that we're gonna a hundred million dollars is gonna go to your community. Yeah. From the top down, we're gonna take care of your community. And Maxine Waters, in turn, she goes grab Steve's, grab Billy, you know, grabs your dad and say, okay, listen, I'm gonna make sure you guys are set, you know, and you're gonna take whatever I give you, take a little bit of it and sprinkle it around the community so they can see that we're doing like paint a yeah. sign here or whatever. But you guys are set, and that's and, and it's because of that. Like people live off of the Democratic Party mm-hmm. because they. They take money, like the $750 million that they just passed, and they spread it around the constituents and just the people at the top are the ones who are keeping the money. I can hear the old man yelling that it's a foundation. Foundation are the biggest scams they are. They give the foundation $100 million. The foundation head hires all their relatives. It's all a write-off, and they only are required to put out. You know, X amount of percent to the community while everybody, that's why every athlete, everybody who's ever had anything has a foundation. That's where the money continues to come in tax free, where they can keep it themselves, do a little bit for people. I, I, read, I read some place that you only required to give like 5%. I think it was 10%. It was 10%. But, okay. But I remember but it's something, it's something very yeah. small. So you're given right. X amount of millions of dollars and you're only required to give, let's say, the best 10%. Mm-hmm. What, what the hell is that? That's why, like, he, when he, when he donates, it's to the fire the firefighters on the side of the road with their boots out. He doesn't give it to any foundation because you know it's going nowhere. Mm-hmm. I remember I, uh, one of my college college one of my high school um, teachers used to play in the NFL, and I remember did an interview for him about something, and he brought up the United Way. He's like, "It's the biggest scam there is because you got to pay the NFL, pay the athlete, the agent, the this to that. By the time the money gets to the people." Because see, you could say it's a hundred thousand dollars. Maybe a thousand gets to the United Way to get to the people. Because everybody else has to make money first. Right. And I was like, man, that's crazy. So when when I used to place I used to work at, I used to ask for donations to the United Way. I was like, nah, bro, it's a scam. And they got all pissed off at me. I work. I went to school with somebody. Listen, but they who may, was they eight, may not eight, know the the person no, that they don't know doesn't even and know. And they may not want to know because right. they may want to go to bed at night thinking I I donated today. Well, you donated some rich guy getting richer. The person you're railing against is who you're helping out. So that's a good way of bringing everything back around again. Is that to the we, unicorns? We the people. I, I don't like. I don't know the solution right now. I'm talking to you, and I, but I'm not defeated. You know, I'm not. I'm not coming coming to you from a from a place of being defeated. But I am telling you that we, in, in some essence, we got to get beyond the party. In some way, we have to get beyond the party and look at the candidate for who they are and what they stand for and hold their feet to the fire. Yeah. We, we as uh, a citizenry, have to become more involved. We, we have to know, are you going in there clean and coming out dirty? Are you going in there broke and coming out rich? I mean, it doesn't even need to take it doesn't even take that much investigation. You can see these people go in a certain way and they come out rich. It's it's broadcast. It's known. It's out there. So you have to ask, well, how did this happen? And when they give a talking point answer, you can't just simply move on with the conversation. To your point, you've got to say, no, 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 I'm asking you. How did you go in with $100,000 and, and come now, out with a million dollars? How did it happen? Well, you know, we do our best to help. No, 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 no. 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 Tell answer me. Answer the question, right. Because, you know, the media, they just move to the next thing because, okay, I got the answer. That means nothing, but I've got to move on. Hold your feet to the fire. Why are you a millionaire now? Okay, and so to, just to bring a little bit more clarity about this, 
by the time we get past the primary, it's already too late because now it's it's a Democrat against Republican, right? And so yeah. so we're left with only a binary choice. That's why the primary process is so important where we need to know who are the ones who are running for office and just don't just don't vote for the big name. Now, the Oz, the thing in Philadelphia, that was a close that was a close election. I mean, Did he ended up winning. He ended up winning, but it took like a week before they were able to figure that out, yeah. right? That's how close it was. And 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 I think about it. I'm sure the amount of money that she was spending compared to the amount of money he was spending doesn't even compare. Like he had millions of top Who, dollars. Well, I saw it the other day. There was maybe it was was it Kari Lake? I think. I oh, Carrie Lake, Lake in Arizona. Yeah, she yeah. Had, she had spent. I think if I remember correctly, one eighth or one eighteenth of what the person she was running against spent. Right. And 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 won. You know, and won. Easily. Yeah. No, no. Easy. It, well, no. She only won by uh, a few thousand votes. Well, I've, I don't believe it was where she needed a runoff. No, and no, yeah, it was yeah. Like she won. It, she she won. was enough to know that she won. Right. But it was something along the lines of like one eighth, like like twenty million to three million. I so, think it was so, the number. So I want you to consider that for a second. Carrie Lake is the person that you want. Yeah. Literally running for the office, for sure, right? She didn't have a lot of money. Her message resonated enough yeah. where she was almost at a push with her competitor. The competitor spent a ton of money. Yeah, $20 million to $3 million. Look how much that money that she spent, how much money she spent, how far it got her. She was a, she was not the candidate that we would want as a Republican, as Republicans, or even for our country. Yeah. Not the candidate, but she came close to coming into office because of money. Mm-hmm. And so it it's it's incumbent upon us, and that means that it was there was a lot of flash, a lot of bling bling. There were a lot of people who got who got bought off by the bling bling. Oh, I saw that sign. That's who I'm going to vote for. Yeah. And it's like we got to do a little bit better than that. We have to do a little bit better than that because if we don't, we are going to continue this vicious cycle. Just like what we complain, like I complain about the blacks. Like, how come you keep voting for the Democrats? You know what I'm saying? They've done nothing for you. How come you keep voting for them? Same thing with us as Republicans. If we don't pay attention to the primaries, we have no excuse if we if nothing changes for us. Right? Yeah. We have to get involved. We have to know what's going on. We have to know the candidates and vote for the, the best candidate. So was that your your unicorn party? You so yeah, so the best. so my yeah my unit no no I'm telling you well, that we're in our ten minute wrap yeah, up now. So I'm saying the unit party is not the unit party is the Democrats and the Republicans behind closed doors having uh, sticking to, to uh, smoking cigars and, and sipping on and on Hennessy <laughs> you know what I say or brandy. That's the unit party. That, I'm telling you that there's a cabal going on in the background that we're we're unaware of, and when we cast our vote for Republican, we, we are actually casting our vote for a Democrat and we don't even realize it. Yeah. I.e. Um, Liz Cheney. Liz, Liz Cheney, uh, uh, Romney. Uh, yeah. um, What's the guy McConnell even? Uh, Mitch McConnell. You know what I'm saying? These are people that we vote for. I think, and we his, think his wife is like a, a very, as far as I'm very, concerned, she's very a Chinese good, spy. Very good uh, uh, stock market player news. Yeah, she works for a Chinese she's bank or Chinese. something. She's Chinese. What are you talking about? Yeah. And listen, and that sounds, and I know that sounds racist, what I just said. but No, it doesn't. Was she born in China? I think she was born in China. Then she's Chinese. I, listen, I mean, what's, what's I, wrong with I, that? I pulled those words back. I do not know. I pulled, out, I pulled those words back. I do not know. But she's Chinese, and I don't trust the Chinese as far as I can throw them. But the Uniparty is, the idea behind the Uniparty is that, again, there's a cabal going on, and they're in bed together. They are in bed together. And so, and we need to realize that. And so, and, and once we realize that, it will make us more um, aware of who we're voting for in the primary process. 
That's the point I'm making. Now, because of your, I don't trust the Chinese, this, if this ever makes it to YouTube, uh, this will have pulled. to be cut off. Oh, my because goodness. yes. I don't know if that is a hurtful discrimination, discriminative term or not. That's, that's unacceptable, Because man. of the three, the less than a second clip on episode, what did I say, it was 96 or 97? 97, it was 97. 97, 46 minutes and 35 seconds in, I say, the people who think Mar, the, the raid on Mar-a-Lago was good, I know who those people are. They're the ones who think you can fix an election to get rid of Trump, and it's okay. Because of that line there, YouTube took off our entire video for misinformation about the 2020 election and gave us a strike. So we, if you guys not seen any videos for at least a week, it's because they gave us a week suspension because that was misinformation about the 2020 election. I did the appeal and I wrote in there, nothing about this was 2020. It was simply saying that people are, will, are willing to do something wrong and say, it's long, as long as I get this outcome, I'm willing to break the rules. And the appeal was denied because they said, no, this was directly linked to 2020 where I can see where it can be interpreted that way, but in no way, shape, or form was it. It was just saying, I'm willing to do what I need to do to get what I want. So this, and that was the example I gave, and they took down an hour-long video for less than a second sentence. So, but but the good, the flip side of that is how many views did you get on Rumble? Of that one, none. I thought you said you got... No, like, that was about a month, month or two ago. I put a conspiracy theory out about voter fraud, that they're going to, because this time around, 2020 and the 2,000 mules, they showed that they can view people stuffing ballots and show that they can rig an election doing that. So in 2024, they're going to have those same cameras out there showing there's no stuffing of ballots, but by then they've rigged, the they've rigged the machines right, to cheat. Right, right. So they can say, listen, so-and-so won fair and, and, and square. And they pulled that off? And they, they took that down in less than a day. And I put it was on Rumble, and I so I told people on social media go to Rumble and check out the video that YouTube took it down, and it got like forty five views on Rumble. Okay, but Rumble does zero. I mean, I want to say some Rumble does zero as far as us on social media. The videos are posted simultaneously to both um, YouTube and to Rumble, and, no one and watches nobody on watches on Rumble. So let me ask you a question: Does that speak to? how ineffective Rumble is or how small we are? Both. Okay. It's it's the same reason why the NFL is not on Gitter and I don't believe on Truth Social. Truth Social is, is very rapidly becoming close to the biggest social media platform, at least some reports you read, depending on who, who's biasly writing it, mm -hmm. that it's it's growing faster than they can imagine. But the NFL is not on Truth Social because Truth Social is Trump. Gitter is conservative. So they're not going to be on those platforms. So the people that are casually watching reaction videos or movie reviews or something like that, they're not going to Rumble because Rumble is deemed a conservative website. Not it's, it's the exact same thing. You can do the same things, post the same stuff, even be able to post more on Rumble. But it's a relatively new thing. Not many people have Rumble, I guess. Billions around the world have YouTube. YouTube, Hundreds around the country have Rumble, I would guess. I mean, thousands, you know what I mean? Right, right. But, no, it's a little bit of both. We're not big enough yet to, you know, make a dent on Rumble. And we're, we got 23, 24, I think, subscribers on YouTube now where we were stuck at 17 for about two months. In the last few weeks, uh, we jumped up 
about five people. So you're listening, even though YouTube is censoring us, we're trying to critique what we put on there. Still subscribe to both. We have eight followers on Rumble. We had like four a couple of weeks ago, so something happened there. Right. And again, we're still starting out. Both videos go to the same places, but I share more of YouTube because more people have YouTube than they have Rumble. When when Billy told me that this happened, like I actually, full disclosure, I pay, I don't know, $20 a month. I don't know how much I pay, but for a family plan on YouTube so that we don't have to deal with commercials. And even then, when you told me, I couldn't believe that you would subscribe to YouTube, knowing I, how they operate. I, I know, I know, I know, I know. But it, you know, there's a there's there's a lot of reasons why I watch YouTube, and but I realize that I'm part of the problem. When when Billy told me what happened, well, Jeff said the other day, his doctor friend, he's willing to give his ads up, his phone for ads for convenience purposes. Mm-hmm. We know YouTube censors, YouTube's a pain, but far as convenience goes, listen, you have YouTube TV. We post. It's easy to do. Mm-hmm. You know. People rail against um, Amazon, but I go to Home Depot app, Walmart app. It's Not a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Amazon, you can any. It's it's so simple and easy to do. Mm-hmm. And I have I personally have no problem with Amazon, but some people do. It's beyond easy. YouTube is easy, even though now we have to walk in eggshells on what we say. Where I got to the point where neighborly discourse is only going to be released on. Rumble, and then all the other stuff, depending on what it is, like Fire Up the Mics may only go on YouTube because though I've, we've done a pretty good job with those, I mean, I, I don't know what counts as a problem. Like I watch Ben Shapiro videos. He's railing against LGBTQ and trans and all that stuff, but we've only been hit twice, and twice was for 2020. So I don't know exactly. Like I've read the rules. What is deemed discrimination? What is... I have no idea because I said nothing about 2020, but, but, but was listen, hit for 2020. But, but this is this is where the problem comes into play, right? This is where you know my Brazilian friend, like, don't you get it? This is a problem. We shouldn't have to worry about this. We shouldn't. Yeah. Th- this is way too much thought. It really is. To, it's to way put too in, much to thought put to put into a video it, up. just to to tell you what we think. The like guys right? watching on Joe Rogan the other day, they they. The Babylon Bee was ban- was de- was suspended from Twitter indefinitely until they take down a post about Admiral Levine about being a man, man of the year. Man of the year. And they delete they banned them from coming on until they reply to that until they delete that tweet. And Joe Rogan's like, "Why don't you take it down?" He's like, "Well, because I'm not going to admit I did something wrong." And the guy's like, "So we got banned from that, but you can find the Taliban decapitating people on Twitter." You can find porn on Twitter. You can find anything you want on Twitter. But I say that this person is a man and I got banned for hate speech. Mm-hmm. So is cutting someone's head off on, on for the Taliban on Twitter worse? Or is, is that better than saying, oh, no, she's really a man? Mm-hmm. Like these, are the, these, these are the people who are governing how we operate. And they mentioned that was kind of the thing that propelled Elon Musk to buy Twitter or try to anyway. Saying this person's a man, but showing decapitating videos, one is worse than the other, and it's not the one you think, Mm -hmm. that's a problem. Just out of curiosity, would you advocate taking down the Taliban decapitating? I would, yeah. Okay. Because that's – it's wrong. There's – again, there's hate speech and speech that you hate. I don't think you should go on and say, you know, F you – you know. I mean, you can because I have the right to turn it, but I do believe there is some – variation of where it could go too far i guess you could say 
But given the opportunity, if it's censoring everything or nothing, I would do nothing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There are variations of what is too much. Getting into a fist fight and beating someone's head in versus cutting someone's head up, ending someone's life. Let's say this. If you kill someone, you can't post it on the internet. Right. Which shouldn't even have to be said. Yeah. Can we just start with illegal versus legal? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, things that are illegal, but that's the scary part. Well, no, they're because making that stuff illegal. They're making that stuff illegal. Where it's not. And listen, it's not I that- have sat this it's, way the whole time. It's not, it's not that they're just making it illegal. They're, in this country, they are- This is, this is, this is, uh, this is an existential threat. In this country right yeah. now, this whole transgender, binary, non-binary stuff, existential. But what's worse than that is that they're exporting this. We as, and, and you know, and I don't know how you feel about what I'm going to say, Billy, but for a long time, the United States were exporters of Christianity. Like we, we like the missionaries left the United States to go to different countries to preach the name of Jesus around the world. Now and that's what we were known for. Mm-hmm. Now we are known for exporting abortion, exporting transgender movement, exporting uh, LGBTQ and non-binary crap. That's what we're known for. We yeah. we actually with a heavy hand in order for these countries to get money from us, we tell them they have to put these policies in place. Oh yeah, e- uh, ESG. That's they're good. That's part of those China's that's what we're being social known for. Uh, their social score. Uh, America's social score ESG, we're getting there. It's not the best. Hey, I love the wheel, man. I love wheel. the wheel. I love the wheel. I love the wheel because it, 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 I, I feel, I can feel myself about to go over the edge, I can feel it and too. then, the, and then the wheel pulls me back in. You know what I'm trying to say? I, feel I it love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So that's it, episode 101. Hope you guys had a good weekend. This is Monday. Have you guys? Hope you have a good upcoming week. Hope you had a good weekend. Uh, social medias, follow us there. Subscribe to us on YouTube and Rumble. And videos will be out soon. Right now, our stuff is still on Rumble. All the videos are on Rumble. It's YouTube that has the, the issues with free speech. So check out all of our stuff on Rumble and on YouTube. Subscribe on both. Share from both. I believe that's it. You guys have a great day. Peace.